Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode here of Taking It Outside, the world-famous podcast voted on by the three people in this room. We voted it the most world-famous podcast around. Taking It Outside here at Spring Hill Outfitters. We are uh, inside Spring Hill Studio today, and it's nice and cool. Like I like it. It's kind of cool. It's hot this morning, kind of warm. We first started, so I cut the AC down, and it feels like fall. Which falls here? Wait, now. I was about to say it is fall. It's the first week of fall. So uh, glad y'all could join us. Season two, episode seventeen. I think it is. Yep, seventeen. Uh, got a great episode planned for y'all before we get into that as always find us on all major podcast platforms wherever you listen to podcasts you can find us YouTube check us out on YouTube we got video if you don't uh, if you never have checked us out on YouTube we video all of our podcasts and put them on there so you can check them out and see our bright Everybody smiling gets faces to see your face bright smiling faces wasn't in the contract <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook Instagram of course Spring Hill Outfitters TikTok all over the place, springhilloutfitters.com. You can shop with us 24-7 from the comfort of your own home. Weekends, nights, mornings, shop with us all the time over on our, still call it brand new, it's less than a year old, so brand new website, springhilloutfitters.com. Thanks to Joel. We always thank Joel for what he does. Last week, we had some technical difficulties he had to work through with us, which was just a matter of we had the cables in the wrong spot. We fixed it, but uh, thanks to Joel for what he does. As always, Joel Gilly Productions. Home of Lights on Cinnamon Teal, coming soon to uh, Cinnamon Teal, <laughs> his house. Um, thank you, Joe. Uh, I said fall today. Is, well, I say today's Friday now, but um, yesterday was the first day of fall. And looking at the 10-day forecast, it looks kind of good. Like the, the forecast seems like fall is here on the calendar. Sometimes the temperature doesn't follow the calendar, but it looks like it's going to be fall for a while. Tonight's like 45 degrees, 40-something, 40 47, oh 47. Yeah. So. I have to get the puffer jacket out. Yeah. Uh, before we keep rambling on like I always do, I want to introduce you. met him uh, here last season, uh, about this time of year, I think probably last year, Mr. Scott Porter here from the gun room at Spring Hill Outfitters. What's going on? Glad he could join us. And, of course, Miss Ashley's here as well today, and I'm Trent. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, fall's here, hunting season's here. You know, last week we talked uh, we talked with Chad. If you haven't listened to some past episodes, last week was really good talking to Chad Gunton. Uh, really awesome camera guy, and we've had some other good episodes. Kamado, I was looking at the ratings on the most popular episodes we've ever done. This week and, and uh, this season so far, I think that Kamado Joe one with Patrick is probably the top one from this season. Really good talking about recipes and grilling. And I know summer's kind of wound down and falls here, but you can still grill. It's probably because he leaked the Yeti. Probably so. He leaked uh, personal information, that classified information that we weren't supposed to talk about, but he did. So anyway, <laughs> uh, grilling time is here. Check out that episode. And then last season. I mentioned Mr. Scott was here talking about deer hunting, which is the main focus of what we're talking about today. Again, we brought him back again, the deer expert, no. to talk all things deer hunting. If you see his shirt, I don't know if you can see his shirt from where you're sitting or not, where the camera's sitting, but it says, world's okayest hunter. Self-advertising. <laughs> so, uh, we, 
I don't. I guess we call him a deer hunting expert, but I guess he's the world's okayest hunter. But either way, it's a funny <laughs> shirt. Modesty. But uh, no, fall's here. Summer's done. Uh, glad, happy. I'm excited for the 40 degree weather tonight. It's gonna be nice. College football's going on. Lots of fun stuff. Talk more about college football in a second when we get done. Anyway, hunting first. Deer season. My computer's not on mute. I apologize. It is now. Uh, my MacBook. Sorry, not my computer. Um, deer season's here. Archery came in a couple of weeks ago, of course, and we've seen a couple of nice deer killed already. We'll talk more about it. Uh, one in particular here in just a little bit. But you've been hunting. I know you've been hunting God, last weekend. My boss weekend. was nice enough to give me a week off of opening <laughs> week. Wow. That's yeah, nice. Nice of him. Nice. It was hot, but it was nice. So the big question, you've not killed anything yet, right? Time. Killed time. Yeah. And bugs. So you uh, went opening weekend was here for archery was two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. I did the cardinal rule. I passed on the first day what I would have killed on the last day. So mm-hmm. yeah, I got to live with that. Mm-hmm. Pretty tough. So, yeah, you do mostly bow hunting. I do. More than gun hunting, right? I'd rather bow hunt than gun hunt. But I'm not above taking a gun in the woods. My body is uh, doesn't do cold anymore. So when it gets cold, the gun comes out. <laughs> Archery season in North Carolina, historically, with the exception of this weekend, but usually around opening day, the first few weeks, it's just so freaking it's hot. hot. In the 90s, it's crazy. I mean, it's- we have a lot of manufacturers that come in the store trying to sell, obviously, you know, hunting stuff, apparel and whatnot. And they say, oh, this is great for, for deer hunting, you know. Early season deer hunting. I'm like, man, this is way too thick. Right. <laughs> you don't buy no insulated mess of wearing deer season in North Carolina. You're there in the bow season, not to start with anyway. It's always so hot. Thermosail. Yeah. Talk more about thermosail. We'll go ahead and plug thermosail. That's a, a great tool to have during archery season. You almost have to. Depending on where you hunt, but you almost have to. Yeah. Have some snake boots, too. And the cotton's out there running around still. I do. I mean, I, I've gotten to where I put all my clothes in my backpack. And I walk in and get up in the tree stand. And then put them on? When I'm done sweating, I put my clothes on. You just got to. You killed a nice deer. Was it last year or two years ago? Last year? Last year and the year before. Yeah. I'm on like a roll now. We posted a picture not long ago talking about deer season of Scott and his deer. I think it was last year's deer. Mm -hmm. But he also got one year before. They're both on Facebook, I think, on our Facebook. uh, So, yeah, archery season's in full swing. And... uh, I mentioned a deer. It was key. I know Mr. Adam uh, Revels killed a nice deer. He did. Stud. Man. Good gravy. Uh, we've seen some deer be killed, but as far as Spring Hill Outfitters, customers, somewhat local deer, I say local being in this you know state of North Carolina, not off in Canada or out in the West somewhere. It was very nice county. deer. Yeah, very local. Very local deer, which is hard to believe that deer came from this county, but it did. And... Uh, Adam's going to join us. We posted a picture this week, a couple of days ago, North Carolina Sportsman, which is now called Sportsman something magazine. Anyway, not North Carolina Sportsman anymore. But they, they did an article about the story, kind of how he killed that deer, and then posted a picture. And we posted a picture on our Instagram and Facebook. But heck of a deer. Yeah. And uh, he's going to join us. You should listen because there's more to the story than just the article. Yeah. I kind of want you to read the article, but I also kind of don't want you to because he's going to join us hopefully next week on an episode to kind of tell the story to all of our listeners about how what happened led up to him shooting that deer. It's a pretty cool story, but Norcon, a sportsman, did cover it. If you want to read the article, go ahead and read it, and then you can hear his perspective again when we do the podcast. But If, you, if you're not sure how hot it is here, look at the picture yeah. of him. <laughs> He's been watching cotton yeah. from the deer. <laughs> covered in sweat. <laughs> it looks like he was in the shower. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, congrats to him, Adam. I know he's probably listening in, getting some pointers for next week's episode. Uh, but uh, congrats to him. Check out that picture. And if you've killed anything so far the last couple of weeks, obviously we love seeing pictures. So send us pictures of all the deer that have been killed. I've got a couple of friends. More Josh Marks. He uh, he shot one with a bow last week. Just a doe. He said he. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this on the podcast or not, but you ever cook deer neck, Mm-mm. neck meat? <laughs> Mark sent me a picture of this deer he killed. I was like, that's cool. You know, he always, he likes to, he's got a Traeger. We'll plug Traeger from Spring Hill Outfitters and he's got a Kamado Joe actually from Spring Hill Outfitters, <laughs> but he wanted to, he wanted to cook some deer neck. So he, that's uh, good. he, uh, cleaned the deer, of course, and, and, uh, got the back straps and, uh, and some other stuff out of the deer, but he got a deer nick and uh, put it on the Traeger for a long period. I think it was, I don't know how, like seven or eight hours or something. Low and slow, and, and uh, maybe that was where he went wrong. I don't know. I don't know how to <laughs> yeah, cook deer nick. I feel like that's a long time. I don't know how he could. I mean, it's probably like 50 degrees. I'm not sure how hot it was. Anyway, he was not a big fan of the deer nick. I will say Josh Marks, he's not afraid to cook or try anything. We killed some ducks in Hyde County, and uh, he was I'm going to take these home and dress them and eat them. I was like, dude, I don't. Think you're supposed to eat those kind of ducks, <laughs> but he'll try anything once. Anyway, he had deer neck, but he shot a deer uh, last week. We had a few other customers that send us pictures, but if you've had any luck so far in archery season, send us some pictures. When are you going back? Are you going back this weekend? It's gonna be I'm cool. gonna go tonight. I'm gonna brave the heat. I'll hunt tonight, and then I'm gonna hunt Sunday all day. It's supposed to be beautiful this weekend, so I'm going. Yeah, It'll be real nice. Good, good for deer hunting. We got to go dove hunting again sometime too while we're on. We do. Bounce yeah. around. We went, had a big dove hunt on uh, opening weekend as always. Didn't kill quite as many as we did last time, last year when we did it. But still had fun and shot some birds and ate some birds and it turned out good. And haven't been back since. Just we need to get back. We do. Yeah. I did ride by there a couple of days ago and there wasn't a whole pile of activity. But this uh, weather coming in, they changed that. So we'll see. Uh, so deer season, you know, archery season's in. Uh, archery is growing a lot, I feel like, and, and uh, Lee is not here. Uh, Lee couldn't be here this week. He joined us last year with uh, the same episode with Scott and myself. But And Lee's the archery man here, of course, at Spring Hill Outfitters. Been here for a long time and, and does great. He's the master uh, master of the bows when it comes to working on bows. And, but uh, archery, I feel like the people that are archery hunting – seem to increase each year more people buying bows and, and uh, getting into it crossbows of course the technology is just uh it's crazy what these crossbows are doing and i'm a big family I mean, at primitive hunting still you know we're still in what we call primitive hunting when it comes to archery and and black powder as well is considered primitive but a lot of this technology now even in black powder but especially in archery i mean these crossbows are shooting like 505 feet per second stupid Crazy. 100 yards inch group and, and uh, two inch group at 100 yards and really fast really compact and uh some of them can be really expensive too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I might> try. <laughs> some uh, we've had a we've had we sell obviously all all major brands of all your archery gear compound bows and crossbows and arrows and all that stuff sights and rest but anyway the, the, we got a couple of crossbows i mean some of these newer raven uh, crossbows and a newer mission and crossbows. I mean, you know, you can drop three or four or five thousand dollars pretty easy. And a lot of that too is with the optics. We sold a sold a couple of them, but the Garmin Garmin has a new sight optic for a mm. 
uh, crossbow, which is pretty much you just if you can can look through it and press the button, it'll kind of go what it needs to do and kind of go from there. And and uh, those things can be quite a bit of money as well, but they're really nice, so it's worth the money. But uh, anyway, more people are getting into archery, more crossbows, compound bows. Uh, but obviously, most people this time of year wait for gun season. So if you don't have a bow and want to get out in the woods a few weeks earlier than everybody else, we can still hook you up. you got time, come on by and let Lee and Mr. Cole down in the bow room set you up. But if you don't have a bow and don't plan on getting a bow, we're here to talk about things to be doing to get ready for gun season, which starts in just a couple of weeks. It does. Uh, you know, we talked about preparation weeks ago, and in a perfect world, you just started preparing weeks ago. A lot of people don't really start thinking about it until like now or next week. So you still have time to prep. But uh, what are some things? Obviously, I guess scouting is important. That's kind of step one. So if you, you haven't been hunting yet this year and you're waiting for gun season and you haven't really done anything, kind of the first step is – is uh, scouting, and it's funny, while we're on scout, we talked about it yesterday, Scott has cameras, or a part of that, but we were talking yesterday about, he had a couple of cameras, and and uh, had some spots that he has corn, and the deer are coming to the corn, and got some deer on camera, and then he's got this other camera, like on the path, just in a kind of a random spot, I guess, maybe, and he's yeah. got the biggest deer on any of his cameras, or in this random spot with no corn, just kind of like hanging out, walking by, taking a break in front of the camera. You never know. <laughs> so that's I why know. scouting's important. <laughs> What are you going to do? <laughs> now, I found a great little crossing down on the bottom, kind of off the beaten path where there was no pressure, and I was like, you know what? It's a good place to hang a camera. And an absolute monster stepped out in front of it and went, hey. I'm here. God. Every single yeah. morning, Scott's like, hey, look what I got on my camera. <laughs> hey, look what I got on my camera. Mildly addicted. Yeah. My girlfriend sees me in like 2 o'clock in the morning with the little soft light in the corner, and I'm looking at my phone, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, Ten years later, she gets it, but when we first started this, it was, what are you looking at, dear? That's so, usually when I wake up, I have this routine. I wake up at the same time, do the same thing, and kind of in the, the same order every morning, but I get my phone and look at usually notifications, emails first, and then I go straight to my Moultrie app and I look and see what, what deer we're on the camera. <laughs> same thing. So uh, we're on scouting still before we get into cameras. You've got a camera or some cameras in y'all's place you have up in Virginia, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you know you, you got them out in the woods behind y'all's little place or cabin, house, whatever it is? How did you know where to put the camera? Did you just go out there and put it up or what? One, I kind of – well, two of them I put near my stands. One, I just kind of found a random place. Mm-hmm. And same thing, the biggest deer I have on camera is in just passing, no corn. So That's the exciting ones, too. I mean, yeah. Like, oh. Where'd you come from? <laughs> but yeah, scouting's important, obviously. You know, we talked last year in the same episode. If you hadn't listened, I think it was called Deer for Dummies or Deer 101 or We're Dummies Hunting Deer. So I don't know something about it. Anyway, but um, public land versus private land. And some people don't have a lot of options, you know, as far as scouting. But if you do have options on different places, it's always good to kind of, you know, scout, look around, see uh, a good spot to put your camera and some corn out. But uh, scouting, obviously, kind of step one, step two. We mentioned, talked about cameras and corn, uh, and we've got a couple of cameras here, but trail cameras are very important, obviously, for this time of year. And the good thing about trail cameras, we've got a Moultrie here and a Browning, but um, the technology of these cameras and the clarity and what they can do 
and the price is just amazing. Historically, as things get better in life, for example, the iPhone 14 is quite a bit more advanced than the iPhone 7. And it's like four times the price. I feel like freaking new iPhones are like more than that crossbow with the Garmin scope. But new iPhones are like $1,500 for a new iPhone if you haven't bought a new one recently or not. Anyway, but so you get all this new technology, new cameras, yada, yada, yada on these phones. And now they're like, you know, 1500 bucks. Whereas cameras, trail cameras, have kind of done the opposite of that. The technology has really, really increased and grown and, and the clarity of the pictures and a lot of these, the functions of these cameras are much, much nicer than they were five years ago, and they're cheaper. They're going down. So, uh, you know, used to, I remember the first mobile camera there was that we sold years ago. Uh, it was like three or $400. If you wanted a mobile function where, it, you know, mobile being it sends pictures, you got to go there with an SD card and switch them out. That was like kind of earth-breaking technology. You had to spend 300 bucks plus. And I now, did. go ahead. I did. did. Oh, yeah. You did? Yeah. <laughs> and we sold, I mean, we sold a few of them, but most people were still, I'm going to get the $100, $200 camera. But uh, now, probably, I don't know, 95% of what we sell trail camera-wise is, is mobile. Um, and a good thing, the, the new Moultrie, I don't know what Moultrie, is that the, the Edge? edge. Yeah, the newest mm-hmm. one is the Edge that she's got here. Um, it's 100 bucks, right? Yeah. $89, yeah. $99, $99. That's crazy. And, uh, so, and, the, and it's... It works off of any cell phone tower. Any tower. So you still got to buy AT&T or Verizon. Uh, the new Moultrie Edge works off of whatever cell tower is closest. You can use one camera. There's no SD card anymore, right? So you had to buy SD card, and then you had to fill it up and format it and deal with the SD card. Don't worry about that anymore because it's all internal. All the memory is internal. And the camera is even nicer. They'd read the Moultrie app. I don't know. You have, what, you have Moultrie cameras? Or what? I have the um, stealth, stealth cam. Stealth cam. You have Moultrie. Mm-hmm. But they redid the Moultrie app, and I've got a couple of buddies of mine that they'll run. One of them's got like 15 cameras, I think, Moultrie cameras, all over their farm out west where they've got some hunting land. And, and, um, but the app, they redone the app, and it's just so user-friendly, and you pretty much just put the batteries in the camera, and you cut it on and hook it to a tree, and then everything else you do on your phone. And uh, all four hundred bucks. I think it's cool that it, I know the Moultrie they auto tag. Yeah, it's so smart. I don't. Yeah, you just go to book and it brings up all the right. pictures. That is, I, and you can and turkey see, and yeah. whatever. I don't know how it does it, but Stealth Cam, Stealth Cam, the Command Pro thing. app does the same thing. As, yeah. and it is cool. I'm, I wish it could figure out how to pull individual books. So I only want to see that one. I get notifications <laughs> on mine that says uh, it says smart tag detected a buck and I'm like go to it just, you know just like that on top yeah. of it. I was like well that's not a big buck man I need to do it like only tag big bucks <laughs> don't tag <You're> spice right. <laughs> uh, but anyway so yeah stealth I'm sure the, the app and everything I, I'm more familiar with the Moultrie but I'm sure the stealth app is just as good if not better than the Moultrie they're, this, I mean, they're almost the same yeah. I've looked at all of them and they, they're relatively close they to all the do same the same apps, yeah, yeah. Browning Trail Cam, um, they uh, sell a lot of the Browning cameras as well. They were a part of the Southern Outdoor Classic a few weeks ago and had several pictures there. And the clarity, here again, the clarity and the, the, the what's your quality of the pictures that you're getting compared to even three or four years ago, but especially 10 years ago, my old. Uh, and we don't sell as many Cuddyback anymore. Cuddyback still makes a good camera, but that was my first trail cam I had. And what it did versus what these do now are just night and day. Yeah, you used to be you were happy to get the time right. Yeah. If you could get the time right, you won. 
Damn. Yeah. <laughs> my big, I got a, my batteries. I, I got a, I, I, well, I got to replace the batteries in mine today, but I need a hook. And, and I'm think, uh, I haven't heard recently, but I know Garmin had talked about Garmin had one coming out this fall. I need to check on the, I don't think I've seen it yet. A camera? They, yes. they, they announced it or talked about it in the spring coming out this fall, but I've not seen it out to the public yet. But it's like a eight or nine hundred dollar going back to price. It went the opposite. It went eight or nine hundred dollars, but it was like worked off satellites, solar power, all this stuff, and it would work anywhere in the world. Like, wow. don't worry about cell phone service. Don't worry about batteries. You put it down at the deep woods of Terrell or Hyde or whatever county you're in, and as long as it can get a little bit of sunlight to it, it charges itself. No SD card, no cell phone tower or anything. So. Uh, but yeah, I, gotta, I, I need to put a solar panel on my place batteries too. Much. It helps. Yeah, it does. I don't get to replace mine that often, so I change the settings. So it only it take as many pictures. It only sends it to me. Oh yeah. I mean, I can get on the app and look at them whenever, but it'll like notify me like once or twice a day. Yeah, instead of every single time. You start dropping, looking at all the empty battery packs in your four wheeler and your backpack. Yeah. And you go, ah, I'm gonna have to slow down a little bit here. So I take a picture every five minutes instead of every thirty seconds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, camera scouting, trail cams, corn. Obviously, uh, we sell a pile of corn. We got corn in this week. Yeah, yeah, a couple of days ago, and we. I feel like every year, and I know this for a fact. I don't. Well, I could keep up with it, I guess, but. Uh, Nahana, Mr. Travis, Mr. Roger, we get our corn from. I know we've increasingly we've we've gotten more over the last several years. I guess more people putting corn out, but sell a bunch of corn. Corn prices have gone up from what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, price of corn is up. I think right now our fifty pound bags of shale corn and ear corn both are like eleven fifty, eleven eleven fifty a bag. Sorry, uh, but that's kind of what we have to deal with. So. Uh, put out some corn, put out a camera, see what comes. There's a pile of other stuff out there, of course, attractants and whatnot that you can put uh, put with the corn. But shell corn or ear corn, what do you put out? Both. Um, if I need to slow them down, the shell corn slows them down from eating it so fast. But if you run feeders and stuff, obviously, you know. Feeders are a good thing. Obviously, we sell a lot of uh, moultrie. Mainly the Moultrie feeders, the big ones, thirty mm-hmm. gallon, and then the smaller ones too. But they're a great um, investment. Feeders are good if you want to get your uh, get your deer on a schedule, on a breakfast and lunch and dinner schedule. However, you want to set it. The feeders of uh, they're awesome. You can set it however you want to, a certain time or certain intervals or daylight. I mean, uh, sunrise, sunset, whatever you want to set. You put corn out all year. I do. You tend to these deer all year long. Yeah, I, we do. I do food plots. I have year round food plots. I'm, I turn them over every year. Got spring, summer, fall, mineral sites. I, How much do you think you spend in corn a year? We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> it's not for public consumption. <laughs> More than I should. Uh, I, every other week, 20 bags every two weeks. Jesus. So, yeah. 20. But, I mean, I'm hunting 600-some acres. And, yeah. I mean, I've got tens different stands that I want to hunt, so. Mm. You know, it gets crazy. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, you know, you see different kinds of people, but a lot of these guys, uh, going back to um, that deer, Adam's deer that he killed, you know, people that hunt like that and hunt places that they hunt, it takes time and it takes money and it takes effort to shoot a deer like that. You can get lucky and stumble across one by accident. Uh, but historically, if you want to shoot a big deer, it takes 
a little bit of effort. It's patience. It's it's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Everybody, I I never see any big deer. Well, you shot the first thing that walked out. Yeah. Right? How do you know? Yeah. You, know, you got pictures of a trail camera of this big giant deer, and you shoot baby yeah. there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it'd shoot what you want. I'm all in, but if you're going to do all the work and you're going to put cameras out and you're going to put corn out and you're going to scout like you should and invest your time to yeah. see if the big guy walks out. Yep. Uh, scouted corn, cameras, feeders, stand, tree stands, kind of the next last step uh, as far as this time of year, what to be doing. And we have a pile of stands here at Spring Hill Outfitters. Tree stands, ladder stands, lock-on stands, climbing stands, and we also have just a few left, I think two or three on the front porch of the Muddy uh, Bull and the Bull XL. may have one Bull and a couple of XLs left, I think, on the front porch. comes with a 10-foot tower. Really, really, really nice stand. They retail like 35, 38, somewhere in that ballpark, depending on what size you get. comes with a 10-foot tower, but check them out if you've got a, a kid – which we always encourage taking kids hunting. Those stands are really nice. If the kid doesn't sit still, or maybe maybe it's you, maybe the adult can't <laughs> sit still. Some adults are that way. Uh, then they're great, great stands, box vinyl, comfortably hold two people with no problem in there, two chairs, and insulated and nice floor and nice tower that comes with it. And sold uh, sold two or three of those last week, and and I got a couple left. So, but uh, hang a tree stand, put a stand up somewhere now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all different brands. We can talk about different brands of tree stands. We sell Big Game and Muddy and Rivers Edge and Summit, Summit mm-hmm. and I'm sure some more down there. But uh, get a nice stand. Get a stand. You know, you can go to big box stores. We won't call any names that start with a W and end with an Allmark. But uh, you can get cheap stands. <laughs> you can buy cheap. I promise you, they sell stands cheaper than we sell them. Um, but when you buy a stand, get something to make sure you know what you're getting when you buy. We don't sell anything here that I wouldn't feel comfortable somebody getting in. You know, some stands are, <laughs> are made out of the legs like this. Uh, That's but a uh, get a nice stand. And they'll rust after a year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're going to put a piece of metal in the woods and let it sit in the rain and yeah. then get your fat butt up in it and hope it doesn't fall? No, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and while we're on that, obviously harnesses are a must too if you're hunting any kind of ladder stand especially a lock-on stand get a uh get a harness had a, a handful of our good customers over the years that have had incidents and um some of them were very lucky some of them not so lucky but um very dangerous i have this bad habit of when i get steel in my life i fall asleep it happens a lot no matter what time it is day or night whenever i get still and stop talking which doesn't happen very often uh, when I get still and stop talking, I fall asleep. So uh, if you have that same problem, or if you don't, still wear a harness. Be safe out there in the woods. Yeah, uh, So as far as what to do, your to-do list now, that's kind of it. I think, you know, scouting cameras, corn, tree stands, kind of getting ready. You know, opening days in a couple of weeks, uh, depending on where you're listening to us from. Some places, of course, down south are already, I think, gun season in I don't know when it comes into South Carolina. Uh, May it already come I in? Think I think it's already, it's already in. Gun season yeah. has. Yeah. So, every, you know, obviously, if you're listening to us down south, which this podcast reaches, we have listeners across the whole world, you know. So, anyway, but uh, 
down south they've already come in and and uh seasons come in but of course Irish comes in in a couple of weeks here in north carolina so um all that stuff's done and of course equipment wise just a quick checklist you know obviously guns and uh gun and optics we have all kinds of fun stuff here new guns uh nice guns nicer guns uh Price point guns, whatever you're looking for, rifle wise or shotgun. If you need to shoot, uh, hunt with a shotgun, we've got some of those too. But uh, a lot of new rifles out this year. We've got a pretty good selection, caliber wise and brand wise, and some pretty cool stuff out from uh, Browning all the way down to Savage and Ruger. And we've got some uh, Springfield waypoints. They've been real popular as far as bolt action yeah. rifles. Uh, Springfield Armor. I like waypoint. those Brownings. They're sweet. Browning X Bolt, they have several cool configurations of those. And then, of course, you know, I mentioned Ruger and Savage. You can get into some of those guns. Nice gun for, you know, three or 400 bucks. Um, it's funny because I think the rifles have gone the way of the cameras. Yeah. You're getting more. Or rifle for, for less money. There are guns under $1,000 that yeah. you couldn't touch five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing guns. Tikas uh, and Bagaras. And yeah, we sell Tikas to Bagaras too. Uh, optics are important. We talked about this before, but optics, you know, if you have X amount of money to spend, don't spend the majority of it on a gun and put the rest on optics. Historically, the rule we always have tell people to do the opposite of that. Get a nice scope and use the rest of the money you have left over and buy a rifle. Rifles are going to shoot. I don't care if you get a Savage Axis or a Brown, whatever you get, Ruger American. Uh, the guns are going to perform out of the box. They're going to perform. But optics are what's going to make you or break you from that hunting time there at the end, towards the end of the day when the sun's going down, it's pretty amazing what these scopes can do. Absolutely. And we've got a pile of scopes. So uh, we can set you up. Of course, you can buy scopes online at springhilloutfitters.com, or if you're in the area, swing by, and we'll uh, mount it and bore sight it and get you on your way. We'll do all we can do here without shooting it for you to make sure you're as close as you can be. Uh, we've got a pile of mounts. Tika, of course, Tika's a very – I mean, not Tika. Uh, dead and that's DNZ. Mounts. They're a North Carolina company, and uh, sell D and Z mounts, and we'll set you right up with a nice scope on a nice rifle and get you on your way. Happy as could be. Absolutely. Ammo's ammo's better. Yeah. Uh, while we're on things, you need to make sure you have ammo. Last year was scarce. This year, it's not great. It's better, depending on what caliber you need. That now is not the time for you to say, "Well, I'm still waiting for that 150 grain." Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Nah, buy a box and go shoot yeah. it. Yeah. And I probably will put that on a list of things to do like now. Don't wait till the day before, which no offense to the men out there, but a lot of guys wait to the last minute to make sure. But we see it every year for bow hunt, archery hunting. The day before archery season, those guys were lined <laughs> up, folks. Folks were lined up getting their bows working on and restrung and this fixed and that fixed. And, um, gun, don't wait till the day before. Like, I need some ammo. I'm going to go down to pick up the core lock, whatever, 150 grand. Don't. I mean, it's, we may have it, but we may not have it. There's a better chance we probably won't have it, the exact thing you're looking for. So uh, now's a good time to make sure what you're going to hunt ammo-wise. If you can't find what you're looking, buy something else. Sight the gun in, make sure it's ready to go. I also will say, if you, and this is not be, being a salesman, it's just being a friend. If you do find something that you like and you want and works well in your gun and you can financially afford it, maybe get more than one box. <laughs> because <laughs> the way ammo is... Uh, if you, you know, not only supply, but a lot of these companies will stop making stuff. You know, yeah. core locks have been around forever, right? Core lock, green and yellow box. But uh, Hornady, some of these companies will change or drop certain SKUs, and, mm-hmm. 
and uh, drop certain grains. And although it works great for you, maybe it's not a top seller for them. So they get out of that, make something else. So if you find something you like, buy as much as you can financially afford at the time. I didn't know this until like the beginning of. I've been in this business a long time. Until the beginning of the when all of it disappeared, that most manufacturers do like production dates. Yeah. What people don't know is, say it's a 150 grain Corlock 308. Well, they'll only make it three or four weeks. Few months, and yeah. what they make is what they make. Yeah. And people are like, where did it all go? Yeah. And that's a good, while we're on ammo, if you have not listened to the Winchester uh, uh, podcast we did a month ago, I guess now, really, really cool episode. Winchester, the guys from uh, out there off of home office in Missouri, I think it was, joined us and talked about that. And that's one thing he mentioned, you know, they don't make 270 ammo all year. They don't make dove loads all year. They don't make steel shot all year. They make it for three weeks, four weeks, a month maybe. And uh, they make it, and that's it for the year. And they go on to something else. So certain skews of centerfire rifle, certain calibers of centerfire rifle, certain kinds of steel shot, they'll do dry locks this three weeks, and then blindside this three weeks. So um, ammo's changed a lot over the last two or three years since COVID, of course. And we had all these supply issues. And, and uh, so used to folks bought dove loads the day before dove season. They bought duck loads the day before they went to Hyde County. They come in here and buy a steel shot on the way to Hyde County. They buy deer ammo the day before opening day. But uh, that trend has changed. Uh, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, it's changed. So if you find some TSS turkey loads in here today shopping that you need for next April, pick up a box Probably of TSS turkey yeah. loads. Because <laughs> TSS turkey loads will not be on the shelf come April. We have some, and we got some more coming between now and April. But don't wait to the last minute. That's my advice. Um, gun scopes, ammo. We talked about thermocells a while ago. Obviously, thermocells are a must. Uh, even though it falls here, the little mosquitoes are still flying around. Uh, so, thermocells are great tools to have. I have. I keep one in my blind bag when I go duck hunting. We've I was about some, to say, when was that picture that last so year? Funny. That was, was so we've funny. We've had some days. Uh, had some days in Hyde County that. Uh, People were jealous. I keep a thermos. And people, why do you keep a thermosail in your duck hunting stuff? But it's, I've used it several days, November, even December hunting, I think, but especially November hunting down in Hoyd County. The mosquitoes are out in They'll full force. Off. So, obviously, we're talking about deer hunting right now. But uh, deer hunting, duck hunting, thermosail, I promise you, as long as the wind's not blowing 30 miles an hour, they work really well. If the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour, the mosquitoes are going to blow away anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, thermosails work great. That's an essential to go hunting. The go to go along with that. One of the things that people don't think about is when we sell it, the like Promethean, a pre-treatment. Yeah. Treat your clothes like yeah. a week or two before the stuff lasts like six months. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. Ask my dad. He's looks like he's got chicken pox right now from the chiggers. Mm. Ticks, ticks are bad. Obviously, depending on uh, where you're hunting, running through the woods and stuff. Uh, that's a good idea. The pre-treating the clothes always. Uh, I think more and more folks are doing that too because we're selling more and more of that every year as we get as we go along. But uh scent killer, we got a couple of bottles here. Uh I think we have one bottle of scent killer. Wildlife research. We sell a pile of different kinds of scent killer. Uh very important going out in the woods. Some people take it more serious than others, of course, but um check it out. We have a bunch of scent killer. Make sure you don't stink. He mentioned we're taking his clothes in the bag and uh that works nice too. Laying your clothes out, your hunting clothes, laying them out, and uh, don't wash them with your sweaty gym socks, and don't leave them in the back of your car for a week. And 
uh, sense very important. So can be for sure. Yeah. So people get lucky and go out there in blue jeans and a t-shirt with the wind blowing right at them and they still shoot a deer. But anyway, uh, scent killer. <laughs> that was my first deer I ever killed. I had a white t-shirt on. <laughs> like I just left the NSYNC video, uh, music video, <laughs> my visor. That's pretty funny. I've killed a bunch of deer in a blue jeans and a t-shirt yeah. with a cigarette hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> there are exceptions to the rule, but the rule is tend to yourself and you close and use right. a scent killer and... Anyway, again, that goes back to why well, don't I ever see big deer? <laughs> stink. <laughs> it might have something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, what else as far as deer hunting? What do we miss? Everything as far as everything you need to know before deer season. If this is your first year, maybe just get into it. Uh, I think that's a pretty good Absolutely. rundown of. And the good thing is, uh, everybody here, for the most part, that works here hunts something. A lot of guys deer hunt. Scott. Does a lot of uh, deer hunting. Lee Gay uh, in archery, he, he does some deer hunting as well. And we all, you know, use these cameras and use this equipment. So uh, outside of this podcast, if you ever have any questions, you can call us or either stop by. Stopping by is even better. We can talk face-to-face. But uh, the good thing here at the store, most of the people use some of the products that we sell. So if you have questions about, hey, how do I use this Moultrie trail camera? I'm guarantee you somebody here can help you out. I know how. There you I go. love that camera. <laughs> so it actually can help you right out. You see her, she'll set you right up. So that's one good thing about when you do deal with us, especially in the store here. We all use the product. And if you ever have any questions, we love getting people outside. Of course, we say take it outside all the time. Kids and uh, new people to the industry, to the sport, we love to give you some tips and advice on helping you to get out there in the woods and Take it outside. Have fun. It's better than sitting inside. Everything out there we good on deer hunting? Y'all satisfied? We covered all the bases. Uh, we mentioned Adam's deer a while ago. Hopefully he'll be here next episode to talk about that. Uh, Argentina. We're a few weeks away from Argentina. Mr. Scott here is going to Argentina. Going to Argentina. <laughs> we So kind of a long story. I bought these uh, – couple of four-man hunts of eight people were eight of us going total in our party but we bought it like at a du event last october so almost a year ago and then we have a spring hill outfitters christmas party and one of the gifts that people could choose from was a, a all expense paid ride to argentina death hunting and uh all the names go in the hat and scott was first guess who won and uh <laughs> so he's going to argentina with us and the podcast we're getting taken out it's going to be actually pretty cool we're taking all the podcast stuff here uh, all the equipment with us and uh, GoPros and cameras. And we have Mr. Chad, who was here last week, is going with us. And he's going to get some pretty cool videos and pictures. And we're excited. We're two weeks away. Today's Friday. Three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. That's soon. It is. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you between now and then again. But make sure you're uh, tuning in to all of our social media for the Argentina trip. We're going to take you along for a ride as long as we have cell phone service. Uh, i got to pick on Wayne a little bit. Wayne told me while I was there to make sure I got a lot of Snapchat videos and saved them to my device. To my camera, Save it to my camera roll so I can show him. I said, well, I could just like take a video on my phone and just send it to you. Instead of doing it on Snapchat and saving it, it works the same. Anyway, uh, but no, Wayner, uh, I'm making fun. I probably shouldn't make fun of him. He sent, uh, we got some couple of banded, some new banded stuff, shirts that we're going to try out in Argentina. And we got some duck camp stuff and Sitka stuff. And we got a lot of product that we're going to be using. And uh, so I'm excited. It's going to be here soon. I'm excited. 
Yeah. While y'all were gone, mark your calendars. <laughs> party. It's a four, five day party at Spring Hill Outfitters. Everything's half off. <laughs> it's a big half off sale <laughs> at Spring Hill Outfitters. <laughs> Clarence is going to be here doing a sale. <laughs> a Clarence sale. No, uh, no. Just kidding. She's lying. <laughs> I hope. Um, college football. We're not a football sports podcast, but we always, some of us here love college football and, and uh, NC State. In particular, got a couple of wins the last few weeks and playing again this weekend against UConn, which should be another blowout. How about App State? App State's done very well. They uh, had a couple of very big uh, national attention games the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, There's Florida State fans here for some reason that love Florida State. Florida State had a big game last week, too, against Louisville on Friday night. They did. That was a good one. Last week. Three uh, and Lots of college football. If you're in the South, I'm sure you – are involved somebody in your household is involved with college football and likes watching college football so that's a good thing going on along with the hunting season and fall time hey go braves braves are in the braves are doing well we're still one game out of first place got a couple of wins the mets get a couple of wins braves lose the mets lose and still that one game difference but at least they clinch something so are you rooting for pool holes Judge. I, I like Pujols. Uh Aaron Judge. I don't. He, he's a great athlete, but I'm not a huge Yankees fan. I'm not, I don't like, dislike the Yankees, but uh, Judge is a heck of an athlete. What he's doing, he's freaking killing the ball right now. Pujols to be the age he is. I, mean, I remember when I was like first got into baseball forever ago. I thought he was old then, and he's still playing. He's not really that old. He just started. He's been playing twenty something years. Yeah, he's been playing 20, 25, 26 yeah. years. So he's not. He's still like in his forties. It's not like he's in my mind. He's been here since you know he's. 70 years old or whatever playing baseball. I think he's baseball. got a grandkid, though. Like, he's got to be the only person, active player he's with grandkids. In reference to an athlete, not in life, not in real life. but Athletes. Old as an athlete. Playing you don't athletes. see a 70-year-old person I'm playing baseball. I'm mildly offended I'm not considered <laughs> you an athlete. You don't see. <laughs> Deer Hunter, you're the world's okayest hunter. That's an athlete, too. We used to make fun of Julio Franco. Y'all know who he is. But he played with the Braves years ago. Uh, good buddy of mine, Michael. Uh, Thompson of mine at the time, we were always making fun of Julio Franco. He was, I swear he was like 90 years old, but he was the oldest player ever to play. He was like 10 or 15 years older than Pujols is. But anyway, uh, I like Albert. He's a good guy. Been around for a long time playing. It's pretty cool. Uh, ambassador program. I got to plug that. We have it on our website, social media, Instagram, bio. You can live anywhere in the country. And, uh, if you want to help us out, we think we dropped the where you had to live rule, right? Mm-hmm. So anywhere, uh, preferably somebody that lives close by to help us out with events and come and hang out with us here at the store and shop with us at the store. But we have a new ambassador program. Long story short, you promote the store, we promote you. Uh, you get discounts. You get free stuff. You get uh, to be a part of our team here at Spring Hill Outfitters. And uh, got some good applications already. We're going to go through all those and announce some uh, some of our first ambassadors here in the next few weeks hopefully but uh, a great opportunity somebody that enjoys the outdoors and enjoys uh, social media and posting pictures on Facebook and Instagram so uh, you can go to our website to apply for that and we've already been talking 43 minutes lots of new stuff at the store uh, we mentioned Rob Roberts guns. I think last week we got some Rob Roberts shotguns coming. The accessories are here, choke tubes, bolt handles, uh, black rain. I don't know if you can see it on the camera or not, but this is uh, – you kind of can see the side of it there. The new black rain guns. This is 
I want to say alien green, but it's not alien green. What is it? Uh, parrot. Uh, parakeet. Parakeet green. But we've got uh, five or six <laughs> colors in stock now. And I got a picture yesterday. We've got nine or ten more. That the rest black of the rain. rainbow. The rest of the Skittles commercial is on the way. <laughs> the uh, the guy from Zach. Zach, if you're listening, give a shout out to Zach. You get him on a podcast episode here too. But anyway, he sent a picture of him leaving the factory. And uh, he said it's like a tactical Skittles commercial. That's hysterical. It's really cool. <laughs> we got pink and purple and uh, blue Tiffany blue and, and white again and orange and copper suede and red and two or three grays and a couple of browns and a couple of greens and um, some really cool custom Spring Hill Outfitters guns are thirteen ninety nine. Black Rain Ordnance. Big shout out to them for helping us out with this program. Custom, take it outside, or let's take it outside across the top. and Really cool guns. So they're on the website and in the store. East Coast Waterfowl, we got a bunch of hats from them. Yeti, their new roadies in stock. The roadie 48 that's got wheels and a handle. Really cool concept. I saw a video of somebody attached it to the back Electric of the... Electric bicycle. Yes. I think Yeti had done something on social media or something. Like that, that was funny. Yeah. So uh, lots of new stuff here at the store. Check it out, of course, here at the store, springhilloutfitters.com. I think that's it for today. Y'all good? Yes, sir. Yep. Thank y'all for being here. Thanks y'all for listening. Scott's going to join us again here down under. I won't be speaking Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be south of the equator. (laughs) Next time you see Scott on the episode, he'll be joining us uh, down south. Everything works like it ought to. And we have power down there. I don't know if they have electricity or not. Anyway, I hope they have power. We can plug all the stuff up and uh, get a couple of episodes recorded for you guys down there. So tune in for that. Springhilloutfitters.com. YouTube, podcast platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Rate, review, share. Facebook, Instagram, we're all over the place. Check us out. Thank y'all for uh, being here. Check us out here at the store or on the website. Always thank Joe for what he does to make all this come together. He is the man, and I'm still jealous of his talents. He does a great job. So thanks to Joe. Thanks again to y'all. We'll see you again hopefully next week for another episode of Taking It Outside.